Some new studies out on face masks. Also, uh, some new voices standing up. I said yesterday, people were depressed about, you know, uh, Mitch McConnell saying that Joe Biden is the next president of the United States. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? We should rise up. Wait, 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 wait. America hasn't risen up for their own job, for their own children to go back to school. If, if, if we're not willing to do that, you really think America is ready to say, I'm going to throw off the shackles of the United States of America. I don't think so. When I start to see everybody standing up and say, you know what? I'm opening my business. I don't care what you say. Nobody's feeding my family except for me. And you're not going to put all of my dreams and all of my hopes out to pasture. I'm opening my business. When I see that American spirit, we'll be on the road to recovery. Well, I'll show you some of that coming up in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Well, you're looking down right down the barrel of the holidays. You're thinking about Christmas. Got to get the presents. Got to get the presents. Got to get the presents. You're looking down that barrel. You see that bullet coming towards you and you're like, I don't have time. Yeah, you do, my friend. Yeah, you do. And you can even get a present for yourself while you're at it. You know what I'm saying? Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks. Been the best butcher in America for over a century. They're the best in the business. Now they are selling uh, their grillers assortment pack, which has the steaks and the chicken and the hot dogs and everything. It has that. Plus, if you order and you drop my name, because I'm kind of a big deal. You know what I mean? You drop my name Beck, and you put it in the search bar when you go to OmahaSteaks.com. You're going to uh, get the special and they're also throwing in four free burgers. I ordered a pack for Stu. He's going to love it. I, I, I would be a great gift. Great gift. Except you're a, oh, I forgot you're a vegetable or whatever that is. Yeah. I guess I could give you maybe the extra. Oh, gee, that would hurt. Okay. <laughs> See how it works? <laughs> OmahaSteaks.com. The best in the business. OmahaSteaks.com. Type the code Beck in the search bar to shop gourmet grill packs today. It's OmahaSteaks.com. Promo code Beck. All right, I'm going to play two people losing it. And I I think this is a positive sign. Can we go to the guy in California at the, the what is it, the, you know, like Joe's Greek Deli or whatever it is. Um, this guy, he's 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 got his doors open. He's abiding by all the rules. And here comes the Department of Health. Listen what happens. I follow the rules. I continue to follow the rules, and you guys still, time after time, are giving me citations, You're telling me I have to close my business. You're not what about my employees? You're not following the rules. I am following the rules. My tables are inside. Just because the health department has the whole process to go through that takes however long that takes, I have to close my business for that time. Who's? Are you going to pay my rent? Are you going to pay my rent? 
I chose oh to protest God. by putting my tables outside and I reiterated again, I never served one single person outside. I did all takeout food and delivery to what exactly I was supposed to be doing. That's exactly what I did. I did not break any, and there's not even a law, I did not break any rule. What's happening here? This is a business owner, a small business owner in California that's had it. They've had enough. This is what happens when you you institutionalize everything. And who is he going to complain to? The health department? The cops? He's broken a rule, but that's not really a law because the legislature didn't do it. You don't. You can't call anybody because who's really making these decisions and enforcing them in California, Gavin Newsom. And it's why Gavin Newsom, they already have over 800,000 signatures. What do they need? 1.5 million for a recall They have over 800,000. They haven't been trying very hard. People have had it. I can't believe it has taken this long. You know, we're coming up on the year anniversary. The first time all of us heard about COVID, most likely, if you paid any attention at all, was over the Christmas holidays. Last year, you heard something's going on in China. They're closing all these things down. And you're like, of course, they eat bats. That was a year ago. Bill Gates came out yesterday and uh, he said that we're just not going to be able to we're not going to be able to open up. Even if we get everybody a a vaccination, we're just not going to be able to open up and you're going to be wearing masks till the end, maybe middle to the end of 2022. 2022. Spoiler alert. That's not happening. (laughs) It's not happening. No. I mean, unless some there's some massive uh, virus, uh, you know, uh, craziness that like where none of the you know the, the vaccines don't work and all of that other stuff i, I they, they they keep saying this stuff it's like come on people are not going to do it for, they're already at the end of their rope they're all listen to these videos they're already at the end of their vote or rope with this stuff they've done enough you know there's they there's only so much you can ask i think of the american people uh that most people are now beyond that point they're beyond that point. And especially if the vaccine comes out and let's say, you know, it's in the process. Now, the Moderna one is supposed to come out uh, this this week with mm-hmm. the emergency mm-hmm. use authorization. Ninety four, ninety five percent effective. If those numbers are even remotely close to accurate, people are not going to be doing that. They're, 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 no could live in your nose. I know. So they keep saying like, well, in theory, it could pass through the nose. It's like, oh, wait, okay. wait, 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 wait. That would be asymptomatic. Yeah, that's what remember what they said about asymptomatic carriers. Almost no evidence that that was happening. No, no, that's definitely happening, Glenn. Well, that's what they said at the beginning. There was, uh, there was yeah, the World Health Organization said Correct. at the beginning. Yeah, I think that. Okay, I see what you're referring to. Yeah, the World Health Organization said that at the beginning, uh, and you know now we're at a point where yes, that that can be happening. But like, look at if these things, if these vaccines work the way that they they are claiming to work. You're going to see the death numbers go from what are they three thousand a day right now, mm-hmm. and when that number is at you know a hundred a day, like there's no. I'm sorry, that is not going. To, the, the American people are not going to sit back and be like, oh well, I'm going to continue to wear my masks and not see my grandparents like who are already vaccinated. Like uh, th- that is not going to happen unless 
you have Andrew Cuomo as your governor, who will do it for completely different reasons. Oh, yeah. We know why the two biggest economies, I'm sorry, Texas is number two, aren't we? Or is it still New York? The two biggest economies in uh, in the United States, California and New York, they're tubing it. They're tubing it. What does that mean? Mm. What, what is that going to mean for those states? And where are they going to be the entrepreneurs that are the, the backbone of America? Whenever we have a crisis, 80% of all new jobs are created by small businesses. Well, you're putting them all out of business and you're teaching their children never go into that. Never go into that. I remember the government told everybody to lock down. It destroyed my mom and dad. My dad was fighting. He was, you know, the commissioners were always in giving him fines. It just destroyed him. You're destroying the the will and the want and the belief to do it yourself and to make a difference in your own life. All of it. And I'm telling you, you're going to start to see more and more. And I think this is a good thing. What do you have to lose at this point? Open your freaking business. As he said, you going to pay my rent. Are you going to pay it? Because nobody's paying my rent. Nobody. Nobody's paying my rent. I told you last hour that Deutsche Bank said, oh, you know who should pay for this? Those people who are working from home. Wait, people are working from home because you told them they had to work from home. Yeah, well, it's a privilege to work from home. We should charge them a 5% tax. You've got to be kidding me. You wait, have got to be kidding and me. And if this starts, it continues to happen once we get past, you know, pandemic land. They're going to wait till you see what they do with the zoning regulations on that. They're going to start zoning the well, you're in a residential neighborhood. You know, maybe I guess if you paid a fee, you could work at home. Maybe yeah. if there's a tax. Maybe if we yeah. came up with because it's just not right. You know, people, you, you, it, we look, this is not what it's zoned for. And, and, and they will go down that road unless you happen to live in Houston or a few other places. Years go ago, down that road. a very famous talk show host that will remain nameless mm-hmm. had the money to move out of a very expensive city and built a very large, expensive home with a studio in it and then could not broadcast from it because the city said, Matt's not zoned for that. And he had to go build another studio and drive into it. A very famous broadcaster. Yeah, I don't hmm. know who it, it might have probably been Paul Harvey or somebody like that. Oh, really? I'm telling you, people mm-hmm. are starting to stand up. And you know what? It really bothers me. These people, these celebrities that think they can get away with anything. <laughs> Let me tell you about this Canadian celebrity. OK, she's a she's a Paralympic swimmer. She's got all kinds of medals. Oh, she's special. So she doesn't have to abide by any of the rules. So she went into a bookstore and the bookstore rightly said, you have to wear a mask. Where's your mask? She said, I just I'm here just to buy some but you can't be in this store without a mask. You refusing to put on a mask? Is that what it is? Why won't you put on your mask? And she said, do you know who I am? I'm I'm uh, I'm Elizabeth Walker Young. I'm the I'm the Canadian Paralympic swimmer. And they said, we don't care. We don't make special exceptions. Why won't you put on your mask? And she said, well, because I don't have any arms or hands. So I can't put on a mask. Would you like to put a mask on me? I can't do it. I don't have arms or hands. It's kicked out of the store. 
I mean, maybe if we could come up with a, a mask ta- tax for people without arms and legs, maybe then we those could, people just should don't. just be eliminated from society. <laughs> the undesirables. A, see, she, yeah, that person is differently abled, and but that but they don't have the ability to put on a mask. I'm sorry. the The lack of arms and legs is a pretty good mask excuse. I feel like it's one of the better ones. Like no. if I was going to rank mask excuses, I feel like no arms and no legs is towards and the top. And it might yeah. get. To Top a point court. to where some of us are willing to lose our limbs to be able to say, <laughs> yeah, I'm not what I, I can't put yeah. on that mask. I think so. Yeah, it is. I would say it's an it's an upper quintile uh, excuse. For I believe masks. people sh- that wear glasses should be exempt from the mask thing because uh, my glasses are always fogged up and I can't <laughs> see anything and and you know it shows how ridiculous these masks are because the only reason why they're fogging up is because all of my hot air is going up into my glasses so obviously (laughs) it's not going through the mask so stupid so stupid i got something from the swiss uh it's this instant chocolate it's really good Mm. this miss she was over at my house she is so hot no i got uh a uh something the evidence on masks from the swiss policy research have you seen this i don't know if i've seen this one okay this is fantastic uh we'll we'll publish it at uh, glenbeck.com an overview of the current evidence regarding the f uh, the effectiveness of face masks so far more studies found little to no evidence for the effectiveness of of cloth cloth face masks for the general population neither as personal protective equipment nor as a source of control uh and they start to source all of the they have 10 studies that have been done May 2020 meta study of pandemic influenza published by the US CDC found mask had no effect. A Danish randomized controlled trial with 6000 participants published in the Annals of Internal uh, Medicine. It is Annals. Okay, good. I just want to make sure. The Annals <laughs> of Internal Medicine. This is why you're in the Hall of Fame. It is. Because it it, is. you got that word right. I, yeah, if you had gone down the wrong road. A lot of people would say, yep, that's exactly <laughs> where that study should be. Up somebody's. Anyway, uh, it found no statistically significant effect of high quality medical face masks. Okay. But, July yeah. 2020. Review Oxford Center for Evidence-Based Medicine. There's a crazy idea. Uh, Found that there's no evidence for the effectiveness of cloth masks against the virus infection or transmission. It goes on and on and on. There's 10 of them. Yeah. And I want you to I want you to look at them. You know, it's New England Journal of Medicine, the University of Illinois, the University of East Anglia, oh, yeah. which I love that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Oxford Center, uh, the the Danes, the U.S. CDC. I mean, these aren't slouch places. Yeah, no, I mean, there has been, I would say the research generally, I mean, he's high, obviously they're highlighting the ones that are favorable for, for that side of the argument. There have been some that have shown moderate examples of, of benefit. What they have been none of is show this panacea. Right. That you can go wear a mask and and not and prevent the spread completely. There's no there's no study that shows that it shows that to my knowledge that shows that at all. Can you can you help me out on this one? Mm -hmm. Uh, How come uh, the flu is way down, way down? They're saying Mm -hmm. we're not having contact with each other and the masks are effective. Well, then how come covid if we're all wearing masks? How come COVID is going up and you're telling us it's because nobody's wearing masks, but yet because flu is down. This I, I'm going to give you an actual answer to this. All right. Okay. Well, wait, 
just wait. <laughs> Let me savor being righteous <laughs> just for a minute. Yeah. In fact, exactly mm-hmm. one minute. Let me tell you about John in Chicago. John in Chicago, exactly the sco- sort of skeptic that I like. He knows I'm right about this masks thing. Uh, he heard me talking about Rough Greens and how it changed my dog, Uno. He wrote in and said, so I said to myself, yeah, right. I found out my parents had purchased some, and I asked them if they could try it on my dog. I have a rescue dog. Very picky. Uh-huh. He'll wait to see if there are any table scraps going into his bowl before touching his food. Uh-huh. Sometimes he won't eat at all and wait until the next day. Yep. Well, that doesn't happen anymore. I, I, I took the bag of rough greens out of the pantry. He literally nudges it towards his bowl. It's crazy. He wolfs down his food immediately upon putting rough greens on it. Thank you, Glenn. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for rough greens. That's all right, John. Please. It's not Glenn. It's Dr. Glenn or Dr. Beck, whichever. I worked hard for that doctorate in humanities, which doesn't help me at all when I'm talking about dog food because dogs aren't human. But hey, you win some, you lose some. A little piece of advice from Dr. Beck. Mm. The Rough Greens. Get the Jumpstart bag right now, fourteen ninety five. Start it. See the difference in your own dog. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. That's roughgreens.com slash Beck. 10 seconds. Station ID. All right, now that I've driven away all the audience <laughs> and they've... Oh, I thought you did a good job, Dr. Were, Beck. Those that were, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a doctor, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and now just the, the really lazy or the shut-ins mm-hmm. are still listening. Right. Uh, you can go ahead and tell me your facts about how I'm wrong. So you're so not entirely wrong. It's a good, good exactly. question. Exactly. <laughs> Just not as right as I usually am. Yeah, right. Uh, the reason why, uh, your question was, uh-huh. why is the flu basically disappeared? Why? Uh, and they say it's because of masks and, and distancing and all these things. And COVID has not. The answer to that is, uh, COVID is more contagious than the flu. That is the answer to it. It's a lot easier to pass COVID than it is the flu. That being said... The bigger criticism here, and I would say that, and I don't think you're actually, you know, you're, I know you know this, but this is the point when it comes to masks. The, the media has spent all of this capital coming after you and say, just wear your freaking mask, man. I know, I know. Matt, wear your freaking mask. And so people are constantly thinking that they, this will cure or prevent the spread of COVID. So they and this is one of the, the the thoughts behind the swedish model initially was to say we're not going to do Ooh, swedish models you have my attention okay i'm back i'm back <laughs> so it's not okay. as sexy as you're thinking All right. uh, but it is uh you know that people would would wind up wearing masks but then getting closer and having all their contacts and doing all their things and just wearing the masks and thinking they could solve all of these issues they can't it doesn't do that a mask is shown moderate benefit in some circumstances. Uh, one of the one, like for example, on the USS Roosevelt, where you have a lot of people in very c- close contact. You promise Swedish models, and I'm envisioning in them just wearing a mask, and then you bring up Roosevelt. You right. are harshing my mellow. Right. The bottom line is the, the the methods they've they've talked about, like masks, are good enough to basically stop 
the spread of the flu. I just they are a, not good enough to stop the spread of COVID-19. I just uh, now I can only see a naked Roosevelt in his wheelchair uh, not wearing a mask. You're welcome. Thank you for that. <laughs> just rolling around naked in a wheelchair. If you can't think of a sexier image than that, I can't. I can't. All right. You. Will you just look at this uh, study for me? Yeah, definitely. For sure. I, I th- you know, look, it, it is there is no especially cloth masks. You know, there's not a ton of evidence that it stops, I mean, it certainly stops spread. I mean, it, it may help in some areas, but like that is not how the media talks about it. And I think, honestly, that's done a lot of damage to this because they keep saying, oh, just wear your freaking mask. People look at the video that we showed. It, it, we, the guy it, is it, wearing a mask. He's wearing, he's, everyone's wearing a mask, but it, it much, much worse for COVID-19 than if people just came in and got pickup because they're sitting there indoors screaming at each other through masks. That does not prevent COVID-19. Does no, it? they're wearing a mask. D- it they're wearing doesn't masks. work like that. So you're saying burkas? We should all wear burkas? Yes. Okay. I want plastic burkas. <laughs> plastic? Yes, because I don't want plastic bags. If you don't have a burka, wear a plastic bag over, over your, your head. head. That's all I'm saying. Tie it tightly, though. Mm-hmm. Tie it tightly so you can save all that COVID. <laughs> this is the Glenn Beck Program. <laughs> He's saying to put a plastic bag over your head. That's dangerous because I've been in the dry cleaning industry my whole life, so I know. Well, the last minute Christmas shopping. (laughs) When you're shopping online, uh, you have to factor in the shipping time, especially right now. While you're at it, you could be using Honey, the app that saves you money when you shop. And for one more week, there's the great Honey giveaway. No, they're not giving away Honey. They're giving away money mm. to you. Can uh-huh. I use the money to buy honey? I suppose if that's on your list. I mean, thank you, Pooh. <laughs> uh, list of gifts. What you need to do is you put a list of gifts uh, from, that you want from certain stores. And you do this, in, you know, just in a Dropbox. You do this anyway because what, what, if you're Christmas shopping, it will alert you when that goes on sale or when you can get it cheaper. So you create this free account, you uh, go on Honey, it's going to save you money, and no purchase necessary, PayPal account to redeem the prize, giveaway ends December 21st, blah, 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 valid only in the U.S. You just go to joinhoney.com slash Beck, and you can win your share of a million dollars, plus you're saving money. And you can use that money to go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn, and you'll save another $10. It's like free now. There is a brand new poll that has been commissioned by the Heartland Institute uh, and done through Rasmussen. It is a poll on the Great Reset. It has just been uh, released uh, as I am beginning to speak now on StoppingSocialism.com. This is quite an interesting poll. It really shows you where America is. With COVID and the vaccine being distributed all over the world, you know, uh, with a second one on its way soon, you'd think the media headlines would be light at the end of the tunnel. It's almost over. We in America and the world can get back to work. But you don't see those headlines, do you? It, it's nonstop fear porn. More lockdowns, more statements claiming we may not go back to normal for another two years. That one from Bill Gates. The real story is Nobody's going back to normal. Nobody. This virus was the gateway drug to global socialism. 
the Great Reset. The plan that has been cooked up by the World Economic Forum, who has influential political and economic allies in every country, including the United Nations, and it will use the threat of COVID and climate change to force private businesses and corporations into bending the knee to their government overlords. It's already underway. It is why companies are seemingly going insane and doing things like the NFL or the NBA. Why are they doing that? It's not for China. It's because the Great Reset is coming and capitalism itself is under attack and will change unless you stand up. Our, our entire Western society will be forever altered at a fundamental level. How... You live your life is about to change, and most people don't know. I've been warning about the Great Reset for almost a year now, and people need to get familiar with it really soon because Joe Biden and John Kerry are very familiar with it. Recently, John Kerry said while sitting in an interview with the World Economic Forum that Joe Biden will accelerate, I'm quoting, the Great Reset with greater intensity than people are expecting. Now, before I'm called a conspiracy theorist, these are his words, not mine. Now, a poll was just done uh, on people's knowledge of the Great Reset, and it tells you everything you need to know, both for what Americans actually want and who the bad guys are, who the people are that are accepting and pushing this. Republicans overwhelmingly know more about the Great Reset than the Democrats. They also have the most criticism of it. But America as a whole does not want to have anything to do with this plan cooked up in Davos, uh, you know, with the World Economic Forum and the U.N. The poll is fascinating because it shows how divided we actually are ideologically in this nation. Conservatives don't trust any of these global institutions or even our own government, but the left absolutely trusts them. The government workers, they polled insanely favorably for this, not only to the institutions, but for the Great Reset as a whole. And why wouldn't they? It's the government workers that will have all of the power if it's ever successful. And make no mistake, that's all that's all this is about. The Great Reset is about power for the government, power for institutions, and you, submission, servitude, or pain. So let me give you the, uh, the numbers here. Here are the raw numbers. One, are you familiar with the Great Reset movement, a global economic strategy in response to the pandemic that seeks to change the priorities of capitalism? 35% of the general public say yes. 41 say no. 24 aren't sure. Uh, 52%, if you look at the cross tabs, 52% of the government workers say they're familiar with the reset. Remember, the average is 35. 52% of governor, uh, government workers are familiar with the Great Reset, the highest of any employment demographic. 70% of governor, uh, government workers who have heard of the Great Reset said they support it. This is the biggest support. So government workers are the most likely to know about it and the most likely to support it. The people who work for a private company, it has 43 percent support. If you work for the government, 
The Great Reset has 70%. The ideological group most likely to be familiar with the Great Reset was conservative, 44, moderates, 31, liberals, 23. Of course, they're watching fake news. They're not getting it. They didn't know about Hunter Biden, for the love of Pete. Uh, Two. Uh, do you strongly favor, somewhat favor, somewhat oppose, or strongly oppose the Great Reset? 22% strongly favor, 20% somewhat favor, 10% somewhat oppose, 43% strongly oppose, and 4% I'm Cuomo. I'm busy killing people. I don't know. 76% of the Republicans say they do not favor the Great Reset. Uh, 72% of Democrats say they favor it. 67% of other party officials, uh, party affiliations say they do not favor. So it's only the Democrats. 76 are Republicans against 67 of independents against 72% of Democrats for. So you have the statist class and the Democratic voter. Everyone else is not for this. Do you have a favorable, somewhat favorable, somewhat unfavorable, or very unfavorable impression of the United Nations? 21%. You're very favorable. I love them. 34%. Somewhat favorable. 19 Somewhat unfavorable. 17 Only 17%. Very unfavorable. 9%. I'm busy going to a nursing home with COVID in uh, New York. 66% of government workers have a very favorable or somewhat favorable impression. That's the highest, again, of any group. 77% of respondents who said socialism is better than a free market economic system also had very favorable impression of the U.N. How influential should international institutions like the United Nations World Economic Forum and International Monetary Fund be in reducing economic inequality in the United States? So how much should the the World Economic Forum or the United Nations, how influential should they be in solving inequality in America? 13% very influential. 31% somewhat influential. 18% not very influential. 25% not at all. And 14%... Again... The ones who say they should be influential in solving all of our in, in, in equity problems, 65% governor, uh, government workers. <sighs> this is the split in America. There's, there's much, much more uh, to this, uh, and you can find it right now in StoppingSocialism.com. Let me give you this one. What should be the highest priority for business in the United States? Earning a profit to benefit shareholders or owners, providing individual customers with high quality products and services at the lowest prices, providing good benefits and pay to employees, climate change, or using business resources to pursue social justice causes. How do you think this one worked out? <laughs> 13% said earning a profit to benefit shareholders or owners. 13%. Again, what is the highest priority of business? 44. Providing individual customers with high-quality products and services at the lowest prices. So you're, you've, you've got 
27% say providing good benefits and pay to employees. 6% say climate change. 3%, 3% say using business resources to pursue social, social justice causes. 3% of the population. So why are they all doing it? By the way, mm-hmm. uh, in the crosstabs, only 8% of Democrats said climate change. <laughs> Four percent of Democrats said social justice causes. They don't even believe their own bullcrap. Mm. That's interesting. I mean, I, I, you could definitely see either one of the first two being the right answer, right? I mean, I, the the technical right answer is earning a profit to benefit shareholders, sure. though that's not how people understand business. Giving quality, you know, experience to their customers sure. is, is how people and charging fair prices. Yeah. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. But still, fifty seven percent in those two buckets, sort of the literal understanding of it and the functional understanding of it is. I mean, it's a majority, but again, in the but, United States, I don't know that I'm excited about yeah, that. Yeah. It's Hey, we got a seven point majority. Okay, sit down. It's halftime. I think they could change the score. Um, This is just really important to, to show you that the more people get into government, the more disconnected from real life they become. The more government workers we have, the less responsibility anybody takes. You're not going to the DMV and complaining and you're going to listen to me and uh, you're going to change your service. You're not you're not doing that to the the health uh, department when they come in to close you down. They don't care. They don't care. I want to talk to your boss. They don't care either. They're just getting paid. They do their job, period. Uh, That's government workers are not. A good step. It's not a step in the right direction. And they are the ones that are coveting this power. They are the most likely by far to say, yes, all of this power from the Great Reset. Yes, it should be in the hands of the government. This holiday season, what do you get for the person who loves the idea of cooking, but who burns the proverbial water every single time they try? Well, this year, instead of, you know, going to the, the holiday in with a hazmat suit, maybe you should get that person a Rectech. I know it worked for me. Rectech doesn't just grill, and it doesn't just grill to perfection. It also smokes to perfection. It bakes to perfection. It's got smart grill technology that you can control and monitor through an app on your phone or your device. So the whole time your food is cooking, I mean, the whole time that that person's food is cooking, you know, they could be the boss of a shooting match, you know, without actually messing up the meal. They don't have to pay attention at all. It's great. Rectech makes the perfect gift this holiday season, sturdy, built from stainless steel. And along with a smart grill technology, it means you can grill in any weather, any time of the year. Rectech. A.B. Compare them now. Go to RECTEQ.com. RECTEQ.com. Rectech.com. Tonight on Glenn TV. On the way to visit St. Nicholas, they stayed overnight at an inn. The stories of Christmas and Santa Claus you've never heard before. The innkeeper took the boys, cut them up, 
and was going to make the boys into little meat pies. Watch Murder, Capitalism, and More. Santa's transformation story is a lot more epic than you think. Tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Who's ready for Christmas yet? This is really bad. I just uh, did a pop quiz. I do them from time to time. I'm going to start doing them on the air. Do them from time to time with Stu. I just said. Your thoughts on Viktor Frankl. Go. Uh, Time's up. Uh, Time's up. Time's up. uh, He's looking it up right now. You don't know Viktor Frankl. Man's search for meaning. mm Mm-hmm. Is this? I've read no. so many books about <laughs> meaning. Yeah, and this by is probably people the most, named Victor. This is probably the most the only book mm-hmm. you've ever, mm-hmm. the only book that I could possibly even think of written by a Victor is like How I Did It by Victor von Frankenstein, right? Which was right, which was really good. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. another amazing one, Victor. Yeah, yeah about the uh, experience of all right meaning meaning in life. <laughs> uh, there's nothing. <laughs> uh, these pop quizzes are coming on the air. Mm-hmm. I like it. I, I, I you know, do look, you? Yes, I think so. Um, I mean, obviously, I know he, you know, he was uh, an excellent author. Your thoughts on uh, Edison's price fixing in the 1800s? Go. Uh, it was probably against Tesla. Time's up. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing you, no, no, it's not really. No, no I found it because no. I was searching for Tesla. But of course, of yeah. course. Yeah. Uh, but yes, I like these. I, I, I think this is. Can I do it to you too? No, I, I could find no. some things. No. Maybe no, you don't no, know no. all the details no. too. Do you no. think I could come up with any audience? No, nope. uh, I think I probably can't could. think of any. Okay. Can't think of any. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to play this game. I'm a doctor, largely man. because I'm, I'm very willing to admit that I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so stand in line. Yeah. Stand in line. I'm at the head of that line. Don't try to cut in. Uh, we have Nicole Arbor on uh, with us next hour. I'm excited to yeah. meet her. I'm really excited to meet her. Uh, she is uh, somebody that was wildly successful when she was young uh, and then had just her life fall apart. Uh, and uh, then she, you know, she was she was in Hollywood. She was in movies and everything else. Didn't know her ass from her elbow on real things, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm sure that's the way she would phrase it. She might. She might. Actually. She might, yeah. actually. Um, but uh, she, uh, you know, she learned a lot about herself through tragedy and uh, and is really kind of taken on the woke culture. Mm. Uh, you know, she, she did. And I, th- I take it personally. Uh, she did a rant about fat people. And, I do remember this. Yeah, and it mm-hmm. wasn't about fat people. It was about fat people who are so out of shape, they get winded when they roll over in bed at night. And I'm not saying that, that she used that specific case, and I don't know anybody who gets winded when they roll over at night, but uh, she was... <laughs> well, you've, you've specifically said uh, just that fat you... people, you know what I mean. Uh, I, I take it as a personal attack on me Mm. um but uh she's very very funny very smart and uh an arrow in the quiver now of constitutionalists you know people who will stand up for the rights of others i think it's fantastic she's going to be on uh uh with us also next hour we have um uh, we have the founding member of Recall Gavin Newsom, RecallGavin2020.com. I'm going to love this one. <laughs> Mike Netter is on with us next. Oh, no, seriously. 
Oil, oil yourself up. You're going to like this. This is the Glenn Beck program. I don't know why you have to oil yourself up. That's weird. But.